Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I got a good friend on, Rich Sepka. How are you doing? I'm doing very good, Adam. It's been Thank a you fucking so much. day. It's been a day. Cheers to that. Cheers, brother. Cheers to that. Yeah, so today, we did a crazy, crazy workout. This is our second workout now. It is, yeah. And the first time working out was probably our first time hanging out, really. Yeah, I mean, that much without other people around or like in a social event, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, we've crossed paths a few times, but... Uh, Absolutely. That that workout was it was wild because I, I I just I see another side of you that I'm not used to right you know we cross paths at like Christians and stuff like that but like seeing you in the gym your energy was just like level a hundred and like I was just feeding <laughs> off it and and I left that workout feeling like so good and like yeah you know, I started pushing myself more right so. I wanted to get you on the podcast. Absolutely. I mean, I've been working out for a really long time. It's kind of like my release to to anything that kind of, you know, gives me grief or um, trouble in my life. I release it in the gym. Yeah. And it just uh, gives me a new lease on life. Yeah. We go hard. We go hard, man. We go hard. We go you, you push me. I'm telling you, there's not many people out there that can push me hard in the workout, but when I go with you... I walk out being like, holy fuck. There's an art to a good workout, you know? You don't want to cross the red line, but you want to stay as close yeah. to it as possible. Like, when you work out on your, by yourself, I find, like, I'll just kind of start getting a little bit comfortable. But then when I train with you, I'm like, Jesus, man, I, I need to be doing more, right? So, like, I always, like, even after today, I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave and go into my workouts, like, thinking about that workout, pushing myself even harder. And after the gym, we, we, did a, we did a six kilometer run around Single Hill in the snow. Absolutely. I mean, you never really realize how far you can push it. And I think that if you meet people throughout your life that will take you into their routines, uh, you'll get this to really open up a new echelon of like, okay, I'm capable of this. I can do this. I yeah. can push myself to these levels yeah. and I'm okay. It's, it's okay. Yeah. You know, but um, it, it really does help to have a mentor or a partner or somebody that's just an expert in a different, you know, variety of, of um, exercises uh, that can, you know, show you their side and, um, and really help you flush out your game yeah are you still are you training people yeah i train people personally and i have an online program for people that want to get into it and you know get get their because yeah. uh, you definitely have it oh man you definitely have it because i know like when i'm there i'm just like my hands are so I was like you, you just lead the way man i'm doing whatever the fuck you're doing <laughs> i like to try to keep it fun and not let you think about it was too a lot much. of fun absolutely it was a lot of fun yeah you just want to like focus on the task at hand you don't want to really get uh, get too specific with every element that you're going to be going through that day it's just too much on the mind i find it's easier to just kind of go flow state step by step we'll conquer it as we go and as much like life it's a good metaphor you know to go to the gym and to work out and just focus on each movement each each exercise as you're doing it, it you really come out realizing that way i perform so much better when i look at things this way yeah. and when you kind of imprint that onto life it works much the same you know you're not thinking about what you did and how you screwed up last time or how hard it's going to be in the future you just work about hey i'm going to bust my ass here in these movements and then when it's done we'll evaluate we'll see how i feel you know yeah yeah it's hard not to think about other things and absolutely your failures and yeah. you know what i mean but i noticed that uh, in the gym today you kept saying i don't want to go back to that life yeah. I heard you say that a few times. Absolutely. So I yeah. want to. I want. I just want to dive right into it. Yeah. What do you mean by that? 
Well, for me, it's like, you know, I find where I'm too to be very precious. It's uh, been a lot of accumulation of knowledge, of hard work, dedication. And, you know, sometimes you have little memories. Mm. Uh, something will happen and you'll get a flashback of what it used to be like in the yeah. old life. Yeah. Before you had these lessons and, uh, you know, wanted to really put your, your nose to the grindstone and, 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 and get things done for yourself. So when I think about the past, sometimes I just... I'm so happy that I've graduated through that and gotten myself to a level where nothing is really going to stop me or nothing is going to put me, you know, in the shadows where I'm going to feel bad for myself or overthink things. So, yeah, I'm not going back to that way of life. I'm in the moment. I'm flowing. Yeah. And I just take it yeah. step by step with a smile on my face. I do the best I can. And that's enough. That's okay for me. Yeah. Over. Yeah. I used to overthink a lot, man. Yeah. I know. I, I, I definitely resonate with what you're saying because, like, I look back on my life often and I know how not well in the head I used to be and how I used to overthink everything. And like, even in my relationships, like I'd always be overthinking, like, what's she doing? Is she up to something? Is it, you know what I mean? And yeah. then like, I even I'd like second guess myself in life. I'd overthink like things I wanted to do. And it just, it just causes so much shit. Right. Absolutely. And like, I feel like I'm like, on the same wavelength as you right now, like it's like nothing can freaking stop me, and I'm just I'm just gonna keep going. And like when you're stuck in that life of that like the past, like that life that we don't want to go back to, it's like it's so hard to get out of that. Oh, it is. But there's like there's a better life. Absolutely, there's a better life on the and other side. I think side. that everybody you know has to kind of go through that. That is you know the meaning of life is to go through your trials and tribulations, to doubt yourself, to second guess, to overthink. And eventually you realize that, that a, a, like a real profitable life is one that's simple in the way that you don't do those things, you know? And if you're worried about what she's doing, well, maybe that's because you're worried about the man that you are and whether that's Ooh. enough for her, right? So it all comes back to you. So if yeah. you can work on you and make yourself ironclad, well, then you'll never be worried about what she's thinking. Exactly. Because you'll know what she got because you work very hard to get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you can go out and you can you can play the games. You can try to see where you rank, uh, you know, and maybe you have a, a, you know, a chip on your shoulder because you're good yeah. at these things naturally. But you're never going to beat someone that just goes and, yeah. and works on shit, like in, like in engineering their lives every day and working on the hard stuff to become more well-rounded and a better man. And when you become that, then you don't have to worry about like, how do I get the side door for this girl? Or how do I do this to get that opportunity? It'll just come to you. It'll be, it, it, they'll just acclimatize to your presence because your presence now has has become this this echelon, this next level, and and those people want to be around that energy. Yeah. So it starts so, with you. It's so wild, man. Like, I used to, I used to be like threatened of other men. Oh yeah. I used to be like that, I'll man. I'll be honest with you. As a young man, I was too. And I, like, it's, it's just, whatever girlfriend I had or if I, or even if I was just at the gym and seeing somebody that, like, was bigger than me or mm -hmm. they, they were they were good looking, like, I'd always feel threatened. <laughs> and it's like I didn't feel safe around them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and, like, yeah. not like that now. Like, like, that, like here we are sitting down, like, doing this shit. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, no. it's like when you build that confidence in yourself and you, like, you get to a point in your life where, like, you know that... You're fucking great. Like when you're young, you're going through the trials and tribulations of life and it's really easy to, you know, second guess yourself or doubt yourself. You you know, you see people that have somehow figured it out and you're wondering how they did it. So that threatens you. And you know, 
you're trying to hold on to not being able to lose these like small little things that you've attained through a small little part of your life when there's so much more to attain. And the last thing you should be doing is guarding anything. You should share it, you know, and that's what it's really about. When, when I see young people at the gym, the first thing I do is I go up and I say, hey, I'm rich. Welcome to the gym. You know, I'm the loud guy in the corner, but we're all here to better ourselves. If you ever need anything, let me know. And I could see that you're really good at this, this and this and like, welcome to the team. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I wish when I was younger I had a I had a good mentor. Yeah, I think that's really important for men uh, growing up, especially because I I feel like I never I feel like I never yeah. really had anybody that was like I was man at a young age like I was just always on my own like even at like 13 14 I was just always like banging around with the boys like at mm -hmm. 17 I left and went to Alberta and I was just. I was just trying to figure life out on my own, right? And it wasn't until I turned 30. I remember when I turned 30, I was like, man, I think I'm finally, like, figuring my life out. I think I'm finally get, getting to a place where I'm like, holy shit, like, what, what the hell was I doing for 30 years? You know what I mean? Not everybody has, like, a great father figure or brothers, siblings, in, or uncles in their life that are there to guide them. you got to kind of... You know, pick and choose your own people to look up to, mentors. Mm. You might be a coach at, a ba at your basketball team or like a particular teacher or some man you met at the gym. You know, a clever kid will always find his mentors, yeah. you know, if he has the curiosity and the and the want to find those people, right? Like my dad was very, very smart, like smartest dude ever. Could play any instrument, like anything you put in front of him. Like he, he, he I don't know if you like you play instruments, right? Absolutely, like, can yeah. you can you listen and play? Yeah, I like, mean, like I, he can. He can it's sit a down, skill. It's a yeah, skill. He could just sit down and listen to any any song. But like, wow, he was always working. He was always yeah. like that's that's as much as I, as much as I remember. He was just always working, right? And you know, I was on that same path of of that of working 12, 14 hours a day, gone away to work the camp, and if I just stayed there. I would stay there Absolutely. and I'd eventually have kids and I'd eventually never be in their life. And like, you know what I mean? So it's just, uh, I know a lot of people that have gone down that path, you know, that, that haven't had that activation of, you know, someone that really believes in them, that has the confidence that wants to teach them the tools of life, you know? And some people, like you said, they get right out of school, they get right into the workforce. And next thing you know, they got three kids and there's still so much uncovered that they haven't been able to find out about themselves. And at that point, then they think it's too late and whatever, right? Yeah. So it's important to realize that it's never too late to find happiness and peace in your life, even if you have kids. I mean, just start with small things that are going to improve your life and your consciousness. You know, be healthy, exercise, you know, at least sweat once a day. You cold plunge? I cold plunge. You sauna? Hot and, and cold uh, therapy really, really works you good do for the nervous fasting. system. I do intermittent fasting, yes. I believe that humans evolved through struggle, through adversity, and if you do not include that into your life daily routine, you will not activate what it is to be human, and it is to, to struggle, to strive, to not always get to the top. But that's how you get better because the next day you'll go to the top and then you'll go to the next peak, you know? Yeah. So it's all about, you know, why do I eat healthy? Well, just because I don't eat for a 15-hour cycle. And by the time it comes time to eat, I don't want candies and chips and synthetic foods. I want pure foods. And when I eat those foods, then my body gives me a signal like, hey, good job. I like this inside me. Not like a double Big Mac where you're feeling bloated and sick yeah, yeah, later, yeah. you know? So it's... 
one thing leads to the other and you, if you just start with yourself you know spirit body mind they will lead in, in the, it will lead into the next thing for you and you'll start to really understand okay this is what i do i try to improve myself every day i try to like get up every morning with optimism and love in my heart and do what i can to be the best man i can be mm. and to to spread that to help that which will only make your life more peaceful because people around you will vibe with that energy you know they will start to give back to you and so then you're really you're, you're running hot then yeah you got some good energy flowing and it can it can really get you over the humps of life the, the difficulties of life because it's going to happen things are going to happen in this life so stay on your game be ready you need to stay on your game you, gotta stay you on your need game. to stay on your game i think we were we were talking about that when we were running down the hill and i was i was telling you how i like i kind of took my foot off the gas a little bit and like this this thing came up in my life and I wasn't ready. Like I wasn't ready. My my cardio was shit. Like I was a little sluggish, and this is like you really like, like now. It's like I get up, cold plunge, sauna, gym, run, stretch, intermittent fasting, and it's like I feel fucking great. I think sometimes for people, the the uh, initiating these practices can be hard, and most people, even myself, I'll be honest, I quit after you know a few weeks or months of it. But I think that once you've tasted health, once you've really seen the benefits of it and, and, and how you feel mm. and the energy levels you have and the consciousness that you attain and your ability to do things that you never thought you were able to do, well, then when you go back to the unhealthy lifestyle, then, you, then it really hits home. Okay, wow, there is more and I don't have to feel this way and these are the things that I have to do to do it. So it's okay in life to have an ebb and flow of how you... you you know, you get better. Mm. It doesn't have to be a straight line to the top. We're human, right? We make, we, we, we quit. We stop. 100%. But that doesn't mean that we can't dust ourselves off the next day and we can give it another shot. Yeah. And so I think that you have to be, you have to be kind to yourself, patient with yourself, and just tick off one box every week. You know, list out some things that are going to make your, 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 your way of life better, that you, you know, your wellness. And just tick one box off a week. Don't try to get it all done in one time. That's going to be hard. It's, it's really hard. Deter you. And people, that's what people quit. Absolutely. So they go too hard, too fast. Absolutely. And they just jump in. They're like, "This is not for me." That's right. Right. But like, and that's why. I mean, you and I—we've started and quitted a bunch of things in our lives. Yeah. But now we're, we've kind of got them all in a in a row. I just I just failed that fucking that running <laughs> challenge, and I, I don't know. This is probably my first time talking about it, but. Uh, yeah, like I, I seen this guy and he's like, I'm going to run every day 5, 5K for, for a full year. I'm like, well, fucking I can do this. No problem. I got five days in and the fifth day was like rough. I had basketball on those days and I went to the gym and it was it was hard. And honestly, I, the, the weekend I went drinking and I had a, I had a long night. And I got up the next day and I was like, I there's no way I'm fucking going running today. <laughs> but like... You know, it's just, but, but I failed, right? But now it's like, I want to keep going. It's just, I have to plan my days better around it. This know? doesn't mean that it's over for you in running. No. You know, to set these goals, I mean, they're admirable, but are they truly, you know, I just like to push, are they attainable? You I know? just like to push myself. I like to <laughs> challenge course. myself at, at all times. And like running 5K for every day is probably not the healthiest thing, but like, 
I just like a challenge. Absolutely. I always like something in front of me that like, yeah, the gym is great, but like I like challenging myself on these little things that like I was like, I could fucking do this. Absolutely. Sometimes you you can modify a, a goal or a challenge in your life because then when you start to do it, you realize what's what's beneficial and what's not, right? There is a, a such thing as overtraining. There is such a thing as is not doing the proper things to recover from your training so that mm-hmm. by the time you get back to training, yeah. you, you, you're, you're not still trying to recover so it's okay to modify a goal or, or an experience you know so maybe instead of doing 5k every day i'm gonna do 15k each week and i get to choose the days when i get to do it why because that's an attainable goal and i'll feel good about achieving that goal yeah. so smaller goals easier to achieve <laughs> yeah I go pats on the sometimes. back large goals harder to achieve you might fuck up sometimes and that might yeah. deter you so just in life that's a lesson i think you just pick little your little battles mm. and then eventually you'll have some wars to slug out but right now start with the little things you know tuck it all together get your game in, in, in shape and then go and do those you know climbs to mount Kilimanjaro and uh, yeah, yeah. and mount everest you know what i'm saying how long have you um how long have you been doing intermittent fasting because like i've been i i used to fuck with it like before but it was like weekends would come would would like shy away from it wouldn't even intermittent fast and like i would kind of you know what i mean but now it's like i'm to the t and i got set 16 hours in, and like i'm waking up feeling shredded oh, i feel yeah. great absolutely like how long have you been doing it this now will almost be two years uh when i get into 2024 i'd say february march uh it'll be two years so before that how was like your eating style? Oh my god, it was all over the place. I think I knew that there was something incorrect with uh, you know all the GMO foods and snacks, treats. Uh, when you grow up in a family where all that stuff is normalized, you know, like what do you want, kids? Chicken nuggets and French fries. Uh, you know, there's bags of chips and the thing. I mean, your parents are they're making it accessible to you, and you don't really know. They're not teaching it in school. No. I mean, when I was in school, it was the five food groups for fuck's sakes. Yeah. I mean, that's not even a thing anymore. So, like, you know, like you you start to want to explore and search what's gonna be right for me. You know, I yeah. tried being a, a vegan for a minute. How was that? I got sick. I got like an infection and shit. Shit. Like, so I was like, okay, that's not for me. And then I, I found uh, the carnivore diet or it was like pure foods diet. And I found this guy. You done the carnivore? Yeah, that's basically the, the, the main substance of my diet and my way of life. He calls it the remembering, which is like a replication of- Who's he? Well, Dr. MD, uh, the carnivore MD, his name is Paul Saliano, and he essentially, you know, he's invented what he calls the remembering, which is trying to replicate what it was like for our ancient ancestors as they evolved, the foods they ate, how they ate them. And um, so grass-fed, grass-finished beef, you know, free-run chicken and eggs, natural animals eating the foods that they want to eat in their natural habitat, and then, you know, lots of water or unpasteurized milk and, and honey. I mean, some of these things are freaking illegal. And these are what your ancestors ate to evolve. Yeah. So when you get... You know, way back, you know, 100,000 years ago, they didn't eat every night. There wasn't breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sometimes it was a week that went by without them eating. So fasting became part of an evolutionary trait for humans. You're not always going to eat. And when you don't eat, your body actually goes into these other forms of energy uh, uh, sources. And it'll actually, you know, create, you know, a little bit more 
uh, ability in terms of like your sense of smell, your your eyesight, your hearing. It actually hones you in so that you become a better hunter the hungrier you are. So it's th that dichotomy of like, yeah, feeding yourself and recovering, but also stretching the lengths of what it is capable for your body to really like, you know, hone into what your skills and your senses and your and your, and you know your the magic of life i would i call it yeah you know like getting into those runner highs those flows of state of mind and uh you know intuition those kinds of things that's what your ancestors had to use to 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 get food to survive yeah and so when you can re replicate that in your day-to-day -day way to life you know you go to facilities for hot and cold plunging i mean your ancestors didn't have a choice they got up early in the morning there was ice if they wanted to clean themselves they broke the ice and they cleaned themselves in the pond you know what i'm saying yeah and if uh, and if they wanted you know to warm up i'm sure they'd heat up a fire heat some rocks put it into a little sweat lodge where you go now you're having a sauna you know so we're only doing things that that have been been done over a hundred thousand years ago by humans but it seems like we forgot a few things yeah. in the last little while through the industrial revolution big business and government but <clears throat> there is a small group of people across the world that are now getting back to what it is to be human and they call it the remembering eating pure foods again sleeping the way we sleep drinking the water that we're supposed to drink you know alkaline high ph less acidity you know no refined items or factoried items you know fasting yeah these are the tools that i'm using now in my life that have really kind of opened my eyes to what it what makes it you is. feel good man oh, like man. i i feel like a lot of people just they believe that like you need to just get up and eat and <laughs> yeah. especially people in the, in the gym like they just they look at these bodybuilders that are eating five six meals a day and they're like oh, i gotta eat five six meals a day and that's what i was doing and it's it's tiring like it i is. was just sick of eating all day long it was i was just sick of fucking eating well when you're eating that much i mean how is it getting digested your body actually has to use yeah. energy to do that i feel like fasting like it's you're giving your stomach a chance to like get rid of all the shit right and like oh, i feel yeah. that's why i feel so clear-minded when i'm fasting like the other day my first meal was 4 30 <laughs> and then like that's that's a little bit crazy but like i went like 19 and a half hours but like I was just so on. I had a busy day. I was so clear in mind. I didn't think once about food. I never had the hunger in my stomach. It was nothing. Absolutely. And then, like, it, then it was at the time I was like, all right, like, I should have a meal now. And then you sit down and you have a big feast and you're just like, I earned this. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Time slows down. You thank the gods. No, for sure. I mean, I think that the real toothbrush, I mean, people talk about eat this and eat that, and it's a toothbrush for your stomach. But the real toothbrush is, is to not eat. And what happens then is your body gets to clear everything out of the tract, your cells turn inward, and they heal. They heal your body, and they and they prep again for the next for the next meal or the next workout. And I think your everything needs that. I mean, a rest from everything. Mm. Like there's no digestion happening. You know, you think you, you can't sleep. Well, what do you eat before bed? Yeah. What's your body trying to do for you while you sleep? The whole especially, point yeah, especially if you're having these like these late night snacks Absolutely. and these salty snacks oh, and yeah. like just shit and coke shit and then food. you go to sleep and your body's just trying to digest it all while you're sleeping and you're waking up being like uh, uh. you know <laughs> I mean like that's it's just because your body was fucking working overtime while you were going to sleep you know what I, I mean? know I watched a documentary there a couple of weeks ago and it was talking about like the the invention of the breakfast 
I mean, we both know that breakfast means the break of fast, to begin eating again. Yeah. But this whole idea of breakfast, like pancakes, eggs and bacon and cereal, I mean, that was only created not that long ago with yeah. the Industrial Revolution, big business. They wanted to make, you know, cereal foods and, you know, boxed and canned things for people to just get access to. And it's just not real. It's not the way. And, you know, I haven't sat down and had like this, you know, old fashioned breakfast in a long time. Because by the time I break my fast, it's two, three o'clock in the day. Yeah. And I'm eating a steak. Yeah. I'm eating like a grass fed fucking steak, two free run eggs, a glass of milk, uh, you know, unpasteurized honey, and some figs. Like, that's literally like my lunch a lot of times. Yeah. You know, if it don't grow off a plant, I can't pick it as a fruit with seeds in it uh, or it doesn't run free in its own field eating what it wants to eat I ain't looking at it you know and I just know that now talking, talking about eating real stuff um, well, we both eat mushrooms oh we do both eat mushrooms yeah. many kinds of mushrooms yeah and uh, yeah I wanted to just jump on that topic because sure. I know you, you've had quite a bit well let's talk about the the, the unmagical kind because they're very important too. Um, I'm on a particular uh, uh, mushroom vitamin called Shroom Boom that is, yep. has multiple, as um, a cocktail. Shroom Boom. Yeah, it's called Shroom Boom. It's just a pill? It's a pill. It's all different forms of uh, mushrooms. Like Lion's Vein, yeah, Chaga, all of them. Ashwagandha. And we're going, and we're stuff. going, and we're going. You know them all. Yeah. There's like 51 in this pill. Yeah. 51 of them. They all do different things. As, as you know, most of it is like the, the malleability of, of your of your brain to like unwire these fixed you know pathways that aren't working for you anymore. Yeah. And giving you the ability to try new things. Wake up in the morning without anxieties of of, of old fixtures in your life. You know, it really gives you the ability to just like turn the page, and and create new pathways in the brain mm. to to find peace and joy and give love. And, and, and work hard yeah and I think then you get into the magic mushrooms and whether you microdose or you know macrodose from time to time that just really gives you the perspective of like what it is to be like this amazing organism called human floating on this ball going through space and like how magical it really is to be alive you know I, uh, I follow this girl and she, she posted this thing it was like uh, when you do a larger dose you're not actually experiencing things. You're remembering the past. Oh, wow. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, uh, so this weekend, I, I done uh, like two and a half grams. And I love I love doing, doing, doing bigger doses like that. But like, I always take something from it. And I, you know, like you go through the phases, right? Where you're kind of like a little bit silly. But then like when you, when you get to the point where your brain is like duh, 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 firing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to realize that like, my life was a little bit fucking chaotic and like just exam for example like my my instagram right i work with a lot of different brands but like lately i've just been doing things on the fly i got no structure it's just all over the place and it's, it's almost like i got fucking adhd and i'm just like i'm just like living life i'm like adam you need to like structure this thing so like i'm, I'm there like on on mushrooms i started writing this out i was like okay monday we're gonna do this tuesday we're gonna do that so i'm like and it's like i, re I if i'd never done those mushrooms i just would have kept going on that chaotic thing absolutely right so yeah. it's it's like the the mushrooms kind of grounds me brings me back makes me realize okay th this is what you got to do adam like it, it always gives me the answers that i don't even know that i need 
And then I just come out the next day and I'm like, all right, fuck yeah. It's crazy when, when you have the opportunity, like, as you know, like, because, like, you know, we're in these bodies. You have your ego, your super ego, your consciousness, your subconscious. You know, we're just like in the driver's seat behind all those things looking through the glass. Mm. So, like, it's a great opportunity sometimes to, like, shut up, ego. Shut up, super ego. Okay, consciousness, I know you're trying to figure everything out for me. But I just want to be here, just me, like whatever this is, this life force. And I just want to like, just on my own, analyze my life and see what's important, you know, to me and how I want to live my life and how I feel right now and just like be introspective as opposed to worrying about how this person thinks or how I'm going to get to this mountaintop. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that when you do macro doses of shrooms, it slows time down and allows you to be like, who am I? Why am I doing this? Yeah. How does it make me feel? Yeah. And I think that's really important for everybody is to just like take a chance to ask yourself the same way you would with any other loved one. Like, how are you? Let me check in. Yeah. What's going I on? Feel like I get, what can we gear up and do next? I feel like I get like, I feel like I start to get distracted in life a little bit. Mm. And, well, there's lots of distractions. And there's a lot of there. distractions. Oh, and like, yeah. I let those distractions take over. And then like, before I know it, my fucking life is almost falling apart. And then I do the mushrooms and then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, what, what am I doing, Adam? And I always, I always sit down with myself and I always like, for those of you who have never tried mushrooms, like, I wouldn't suggest going out and just doing a big large dose because like when you're when you're very new to it, you don't understand what's happening. And Absolutely. I remember when I used to first do it, like I'd sit down with my buddies and we'd be like <laughs> We used to be giggling, like I didn't know what the fuck was going on, right? But like the more I did it and then now the more I'm doing it, I go into it understanding it more and it always it always gives me clarity and answers and like just better it just gets my life back on fucking track. Absolutely. I think And that it opens up my heart a lot. And there's a lot of stuff that I get I, I push down and I just like I it gets pent up energy and then when I do the mushrooms and we depending on whoever I'm with, I, I, like, I really open up about the things that, it's, yeah. that I'm doing wrong in my life. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to be better. Truthfully. And I think the, the, that's what it is, is a periodic checkup, just the same way you take your car in to get an oil change or anything else. Yeah. It's like, how are you doing, Adam? You know, this is you asking you. How, how are, are you, you doing? How are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, do you have that chain attached to your chest getting hauled through life again? Or have you cut that free and are you walking day to day and enjoying the pace? A serious question, though. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I feel like... Are you happy? Uh, big time. I think that it's the eye of the beholder. It's, your, it's the perspective you want to create for yourself. And uh, it is about slowing down and just taking things day to day. I told you this story before. I'm going to jump into it. It's a perfect segue. Uh, as a kid, I would go on this trip with my family. And it would, all the kids would congregate on the beach. It was summertime. Everybody was camping. It's a beautiful beach. And there's this massive mountain of boulders sitting at the end of the beach. And all the kids would line up after dinner. It was going to be a race, race time. And all the kids were mapping out their path up the hill. And hit, go to the boulder with your right foot here, left foot hit up this rock, come up this path. And my dad would just come over and say, Rich, 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 look at me, look at me, don't look at the hill. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's laugh. He's like, this is dad. You know, we're here to have a good time. Like, look at the nature, look at the birds. You know, enjoy, take it all in, breathe in the moment, be in the moment. And when the whistle blew and we had to run up the hill, I would just look at one foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. And I'd make the decision, which rock am I gonna place my foot on? 
what's the best decision at this moment for where I currently am in this race? And I get to the top of the hill and I look back and I won by a mile. And my dad would be looking at me, looking up, being like, yeah, my son, you know? So it's just a metaphor in life to like, Take one thing a step at a time. Don't try to over plan because you think it's strategic or you're going to get some side door or some secret to win. Yeah. There is no secret to win. You know what the secret to winning is? Be in it. Be present. Give it all. Yeah. Be, you know, like open your eyes, open your ears, use your senses in the moment, in real time. You know, we live in a world now where everybody's like, they're in the best moment of their life and they're looking at it through their phone screen because they yeah. can't wait to show all their pals. Yeah. They didn't even look at Shaq. They looked at Shaq through their phone as he walked into the dressing room. You know what I'm saying? I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like be in your life as you. Be in the movie. Be the star. And enjoy the life. Make the decisions when they're there to be made. But other than that, just, just, like, just be there. It's hard, though. It is hard. I was like, even, even when we were walking here, I was like, should I get beer? <laughs> uh, 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 no, maybe not. And I was, you know, how many times did I do that, right? And then as soon as I got here, I'm like, where are we going to go later? Like, who gives a fuck, Adam? Absolutely. And I like, I, I struggle with that. But like when I, when I took that time off from my phone there, when, when I went away or whatever, um, when I never had the phone and like, I, I, like all those distractions was gone, I was in the moment. And I didn't, I didn't care about like this or that or what the fuck I was doing. I was just whatever, whatever I was doing was in front of me. You know what I mean? But I feel like we just get like really distracted and it's just hard. I think it comes it's, from a good place yeah, at the end of the day. Like it's hard. Like even, even like I sit down and watch a movie, right? And yeah. I, I'm just thinking about like the phone call I got tomorrow or like the, the video I'm going to make. And it's like, it's, it's really hard to just be mm. in the moment. But you know what we're doing right now? What are we doing? We're fucking talking. Absolutely. And we're in the moment. Hey, does it feel good? Yeah. Absolutely. And not many people, like, I, I, man, cheers, <laughs> cheers, cheers, bro. Again. I'm having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you right now. Uh, and I don't do this. I don't do this. Like, normally when I do a podcast, it's like I'm looking at a screen, right? So, like, to sit down here and, like, this, I think this is the first time I've, I've done a podcast. And it's a great way to do it. This is how a, Joe Rogan does it, baby. Having a couple. I know. This is how mean. Joe Rogan does it. He's got the beast in the room. He's right? got the beers. He's got the, the oh, guy checking to make sure if everything's truthful they're talking about on the screen. That's the goal, man. I think, well, just to, just to iterate on what you just said, I think it is important to, you know, like, have hope for outcomes in your life. And so people want to show up. They want to be their best selves. And whatever is going on, they want to make a plan for that because they, as they see it, that's what's going to lead to the peace and the success at the end. Yeah. But overthinking things, I mean, life doesn't always go the way that you want it to go or how you predict it to go. You know, like, we aren't fortune tellers here. Yeah. So at the end of the day, if you really want to make the best decision... Wait till it's time to make the decision. Yeah. Be there and yeah. then make the decision. Because how are we going to go get ice cream after we eat the steak and go for a while? Who knows how we're going to feel then? Yeah, you know what I mean. Let's take well, like it. Some, thi some things you need to plan though, because because I, I got to say though, like the whole boot camp thing, right? So like I walked in the gym one day and, and uh, Steph and them were like, "Oh, you should run a boot camp here," and I was like, "Yeah, it'd be great," and I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." But then I like. I was in my head about it, but I never had a plan. And I was like, I, I knew that the date was coming sooner, but I never had a plan of what I was going to do. And then at like right up until that point, until I made a plan, stressing about it. So Absolutely. then I went in the gym and I actually like put myself through the boot camp. I wrote everything down. I had a plan. I'm like, well, fuck, I feel way better now. I'm like, this, you know, this is going to be this. So it's just 
overthinking and like feelings and like being stuck in your feelings and being stuck in overthinking it's it's just like holding you back from all the things that you could potentially be doing because i have been wanting to do boot camp for years yeah i and think I've, that you'd and be I've great never at done it. it i think you'd be great at it never done it i mean like i had a coach when i was growing up and he used to say to me all the time you never understood what he was saying but it was always what he meant but he was always say you got to learn it so you can unlearn it and what he means is, is you, you, you got to get in there to discover what the options are. And then you need to, you know, try to plan those options and then test those options. And then eventually once you've done that enough, then you know what works and you can go flow state again. Yeah. But it's like with everything in life, you need to get there. You're not just going to know everything. So write it down. Uh, go through it. Test it on your buddies. Test it on your mother. Test it on yourself. Uh, see how it works edit that then throw it in the trash because then you've learned it it's all in your in your in your mind and you can decide what will really work at this very moment oh yeah i did this this and this that came to be a better workout uh, at this point in the, in the exercises i'm gonna go that way mm. so it's like it is good to plan it is good to attain the knowledge it is good to test it a be it on people but then don't keep the paper in front of your face. Fold it up, put it in your pocket. It's still there. It's safe. And it start flowing. There's start lot, getting in your flow state again. There's a lot of people that, that got a lot of talent. And they got a lot of things that they can offer the world. Absolutely. And they don't do it. No. Because they just keep thinking about it. It's crazy. It's, it's so it's, wild. And it's a shame because, like, there's... It is a really... Sh it's a shame. It is a shame. People will, like, be in jobs their whole life. But, like, they're really talented at something. And they, they just don't do it enough to like make anything you know what i mean it's crazy my my music teacher when i was growing up she used to say the best piano player in the world never picked up the piano so it just goes to show that there's so much talent that they're untapped someone that could be like the new mozart mm. who never ever took the chance to sit at the keys so it's like you don't know what you're capable of. You don't know what you're going to be the best at. You don't know what you're going to be meant for unless you go out and give it a shot. And we don't give it a shot we because, don't because we get shot. comfortable. We get comfortable. We get comfortable in shit that we just think is like, I put a video okay. up there not too long ago, about a couple months ago, when I first got my PR for my deadlift. Yeah. Over 500 pounds. That's crazy. I could never do it, man. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna do it. You are gonna do and it because honestly, the boys, the boys did it. They were like first one to, the, to five, and like I think I got to uh, four plates and a twenty-five and a five, Ooh, and I could good. get that up four fifty-five. And but as soon as I went to five plates, not a chance. Oh, I think yeah. I got like this far off the ground, but I haven't tried it in a long time. Well, let's try it. Let's try it, Adam. No, it's, it's, it's man, it's heavy. Yeah, like it's heavy. Four plates, I yeah. can actually rep it out. Five plates, can't budge the five. Guess what else is heavy, Adam? Life. <laughs> so if we can lift the five, we can lift the life. But you anyways, yeah, your first time. So PR. we did it the first time, and it was it was it was crazy. I never ever like we were so in the workout and so into deadlifting over the past few months that when I got to it, I sat down afterwards and it like took 10 or 15 minutes. I was like, man, I would never have said that I would have been able to do this. Mm. I was a little, like, this flashback eight years. I was 135 pounds soaking wet, a little sprinter, a little wiry kid that didn't eat right and didn't know what the fuck was up. Now look at me. Yeah. I'm 220. You're a fucking bull moose. <laughs> so, you know, 
like I said, go out there, give give it a shot, check it out. It may not feel great at first, but give it a chance. Yeah. See where it goes. You never know. You could be the next Mozart. You could be the next, you know, heavyweight champion of the world. Yeah. But uh, if you think it's going to be an easy, easy little trail, then don't do it. Do things that you want to suffer at. Do things that you want. Yeah, we we just said that we were we were literally up on top of Signal Hill. We we ran up the. We well, were well, I, well, I ran up the whole stairs. We I ran up the whole stairs. <laughs> he bet me. I'm gonna. I did legs yesterday. He no, bet me to the top. He did. No, it, it was rough, man. We we both we both ran. The, I don't know if you know Signal Hill, but basically, like when you go in the one direction, you got to run up the top of the stairs. So like we both get to the top, and then we're like looking out over the city. And what did you say? It was like. It's like when when you're home and like you're 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 comfortable and you're all cozy in your couch and you go up to this. It's like ah, Absolutely. well here we are up on top of the hill feeling like fucking champions, Absolutely. feeling great in the moment. It wasn't yeah. even cold. Like no. I was like I was feeling I was loving life, man. Exactly. Like once you get like of course when you roll out of bed in the morning and you get into the shower and you turn it on C. Of course you're gonna go wow. Yeah. You're gonna go. You're not gonna like it. But trust me, <laughs> give it five minutes. You're going to come out of that shower. It's going to be the best awake, clear-headed moment of your day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we went through that rigorous training. We were burning, and we finally got to the apex of the hill, and yeah. then we came down the other side, and there's our city, man. Yeah. Shining. The, nice, the snow man. was sprinkling down, and I felt content. I felt... I don't want to be home on my couch. There was only us, us and two other people out there that day. There was a guy, he almost lapped us. He was on fire, that guy. Yeah. But you know, we thought there was going to be nobody out there. Yeah. And here we are, we're, there's, there's traffic all around. So it's like, it's good to see the people are out there, even in the snow, doing their best, trying to, you know, make a difference in their life. And I love to see day it, man. There's day, no man. medal at the end of this race, is there? There's not. And who gives there's a There's no endingness. Who gives a fuck? There's never an endingness in Absolutely. anything. There's no finish line. There's no nothing. You Absolutely. just got to keep going. Yeah. And I find that when I am doing all the things in my life like I'm doing right now, and I keep consistent with that, it's when I feel my ultimate best self. Amen. And I, I, everyone always says, oh, I want to be my best self. But, like, I know... Like when I when, when I start to shy away from these things and like when I went to Mexico, like, yeah, Mexico was fun, but like I drank every day. Mm. I felt like shit. I started sleeping like shit. Mm. And then I was like just making all these fucking wild, stupid decisions, just drunk as fuck. Like if I just kept on that path, where am I going in life? Nowhere. Absolutely. Right? So but it's, it's easier. Yeah. It's easier than getting up every day early. And I'm not saying to go out and fucking and not travel. <laughs> like, like obviously, go, yeah. go out and have your fun. It's just, it's no, just sure. I'm just using that as, as, as a reference. No, right? and it's a perfect but reference like, because it, all it takes is one vacation to get you off your routine. But I find, like, here, like, where we live in Newfoundland, I love everybody, but, like, a lot of this province is just drinking absolutely and like we're going here we're drinking absolutely. we're going here we're drinking absolutely everybody drinks you told me about a, a friend from your friend group or that's affiliated with your business that who's going to these dry parties where people are experiencing small doses of shrooms man. Like absolutely and imagine like, the topics of conversation and the love that's flowing through the room I mean you don't have to worry about some belligerent yeah. mess coming in and ruining the vibe you know Yeah. I, I'm really really interested in that myself I mean I am trying to cut down drinking in my life yeah you know even it's, though it's, i'm an importer for wine liquor and beer yeah, for that's, my work, that's but. fine but like drinking is drinking brings nothing it's drinking has brought 
nothing ever good to my life absolutely ever maybe it, it's you'll ruined, talk it's, to some it's, people it's, it's ruined relationships it's, i've made bad decisions in my life i got time. into trouble i've gotten to fights with my my family it's like it's it's gotten brought me nowhere absolutely it's like one of the I think it's one of the, the biggest cancers in society right today. Yeah. And it's so normalized. So go out and, eat, mu so go out and eat mushrooms. Yeah, go out and eat <laughs> mushrooms instead. Well, the thing is, is, don't... This is maybe a lesson that, you know, the variety of life, that's okay. Like, you want to experience things, you know. You want to burn the good the good karma with the bad. Mm. But at, at the end of the day, too much of anything is no good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even you, you wanted to run, you start doing 5K every day, you never run in a long time. It's not good for the joints, right? Yeah. Ease in. Too much water, you drown, but it's our lifeblood, you know? Like, like, even the necessities of life, if you take do too much of it, it's not good. Yeah, I go through these, these, uh, these waves where I'm like, the way I'm feeling right now, I'm on, I'm on top. Oh, absolutely. But I'm always going to, at some point, I know there will be a low. I'm going to, I'm going to go through a low, low point. Absolutely. And it, it's like, you can't, you can't stay away from it. No. And it's just, is that how are you going to react? Like you're never, ever going to be able to control every thought that comes into your head, but it's your reaction to those thoughts that yeah, you really have it's control. Reaction. Over. Yeah. So like yeah. when next time you have a low time, go in the mirror and say, there you are again, rich by Jesus. I'm feeling for you, my son. You could talk to yourself that way. The same way you would to your old pal. You know, but don't worry, bro. Tomorrow you're gonna wake up. It's gonna be a new day. Yeah. You know, go through this moment, sit with it, it's okay. Feel the sadness, feel the anger, whatever. But know that just like a cloud in the sky, it's gonna go by. Maybe some beautiful blue sky again. Yeah. Okay? So just don't beat yourself up over it. Just let it be. Yeah, we all react to shit. We react. No matter what happens in our life, we react we to react. it. If your girlfriend pisses you off or yeah. if, so, if someone says something the, the wrong way, you need to react to have your feelings validated, Absolutely. right? We, never, we don't ever like, don't we don't ever process that, that, that feeling in our head and just like let it, let the feeling just be. Be and then, and, and then and then to say nothing absolutely and just like deal with it in your head and like it's just we always got react ah, ah. I yeah. used to do it man like so, defense something, mechanism. something wouldn't go my way and yeah. it's like I turn fucking beat red and just be <laughs> fucking flipping out right but yeah. it's like yeah. there's no need of that like if something pisses you off like there's good and bad consequences to every reaction you make in your life mm. right so to sit and not react at all well then you have to worry about any kind of consequence do you it's okay to feel an emotion. Your brain is triggering that for you. It's saying, hey, this last time you felt this way, this was what happened, anger. Yeah. But you can say, but that's okay, brain. Thank you for that. But I'm just going to put that in the basket behind. I'm just going to go with silence and calmness and clarity. Yeah. Thank you. Because you still have that control, right? Like whatever, re whatever thing comes into your brain, whatever emotion it is, that's just a hard fixture of what you did last time that your brain remembers. It's trying to remind you of. It's like, hey, this is what you did last time, bro. Do you want to do that program again? You're like, no, that's okay. I'm yeah. deleting that program, actually. <laughs> I'm writing a new one, yeah. which is I'm on my game and I'm not letting this little thing slip me up. And that's right why now. I like microdosing because like, it, it, it gives me that it gives me that new way of thinking about things and like i i can actually process those feelings in my mind instead of just reacting right and it's like the great thing without about microdosing it's like you just have those same thoughts and like you can be stuck in your ways and not not even with microdosing just just surround yourself with new people or open up your mind a little bit of like other ways of thinking right instead of being stuck in your own uh, your, your own ways like there's so many people out there that is stuck in their own ways 
and they will never ever fucking change till the day that they die Absolutely. and they are always right and no one else is right that's why instead I of just being like, open-minded sure and learning and sitting down and having conversations and being like oh well maybe you are right <laughs> wow that's why i think microdosing is the best option for those types of people that want change in their life because you don't really notice it it's not like a macro dose where it's like a slap in the fucking head like whoa this is life really yeah <laughs> that's too much for people to digest sometimes so yeah. in the micro dose it's just you you're not really conscious of the loosening of these fixtures in your brain of the pathways that you've created in the past that aren't working for you mm. they're just dissolving and you're just in this state where like you know, where do I, where am I going to walk? How, what are my choices am I going to make that are going to give me peace? Yeah. Because I don't, I'm done being exhausted. I'm done being pissed off. I love off. microdosing, man. Like I, 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 I took 300 milligrams today because <laughs> I knew like, I mean, we were having a, having a good day, man. And like, I, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, dude, I was like, I hope you got a block. I hope you got a block of chocolate for me after this fucking show. I was show. driving. I was driving that like to the gym, and I had the music on, man. And I was just like, I was vibing, man. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, vibing, yeah. and 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 for those of you who are listening, you're not high. You're not tripping Absolutely. out. You're not because a lot of people is gonna say, "Oh, you were driving." You're like, not even aware of it. No, it's like microdosing is so subtle. Like it's just gonna heighten your mood a little bit. You're just gonna feel a little bit better. That music that you're listening to is gonna just sound a little bit better, and like <laughs> it's just gonna make you a little bit more happier. Absolutely. And then you're just gonna be a little bit more popular. Absolutely. Like when I got to the gym, I was like, "Woo, let's go, baby!" You know what I mean? I can like, see the gleam in your eye when I yeah, came up over just, the escalator. It's just, you just got. It just gives me like a little bit of a glow, and like yeah. it's. That's that's why I like it because I can be like a little bit dry sometimes and like very like sensitive and like just you know what yeah. I mean and like I find like when I get that perfect microdose it just lightens me up a little bit and like listen you <sighs> get grumpy when you don't get to eat after a while just say your fast goes a little bit late and it's six thirty you haven't even eaten yet you know what I mean feed your brain the same way you'd feed your body yeah we all need a little bit of a release a little bit of a of a, 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 a break from the from the regular you know grind all the time when you take a microdose it's just like it's just like a little security blanket a little bit of you know a little bit of support to to really just like be happy with who you are in your present moment and the choices that you're making you know and just know that you're gonna improve them and you know like things may happen in the past but you're over those things and you're ready for new experiences so like that's how i would describe it it's just like support a little bit of mental support going through new echelons of your life. Mm. Nothing wrong with it. How's your beer? My beer. I need another one. You actually, want to cr crisp me one off there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, here, a gentleman and a scholar. They're rolling on like, like like water. Well, that's it. Like you can, you you know, we deserve it. And at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, we're mental nuts. You know, we we we're, we're obsessed with all this stuff. It doesn't mean that we don't crack. I like how Riley time. was saying at the gym today. He's like, he's like, you're probably oh, gonna be at with your weight of vest on, frothing from the middle. Like that's exactly how we are. Like, oh yeah. Well, they know how crazy we are in our own, in our own right. Yeah. When they saw us together as a tag team, I thought they thought yeah. it was gonna be Super Smash Brothers over there at the other side of the yeah. good life. The other, the other guy was at, so you're like, what are you, what are you doing? You're like, we we did like a. What'd you say? Like a, a, a death warrior fucking death whatever. Row. It was like, that sounds a little burst. Yeah, I, was like, like, I was like, death row, death row workout. <laughs> but that's the thing. But is that's like, what it was, though. It was I'm nuts. not taking myself serious. I'm saying it with a, with a chuckle. Yeah. You know, I don't mean that I'm <laughs> killing myself. But the thing is, 
like a man that smokes his cigar after a fucking life of hard work and he's successful. It's an acquired taste. It's something that, you know, like, gives you the feeling of, of, of both sides. Like, there's a little bit of discomfort and there's a little bit of comfort as well. And you start to, to acquire the taste for those kinds of things in life because it's the way life is. You know, like, it's rarely that you'll ever see you know, a complete comfortable situation for any other life form on this earth other than a new from, other than a, a human. You know, birds don't sit on the fucking couch. Mm. They're on their feet 24-7. They sleep on their feet in the freezing cold, rain, whipping wind. So it's like... I think what we're... I think, like, the, the way that we're living and, like, the way that we're challenging ourselves and the way that we're, like, putting ourselves out there, like, I really feel like that is what it is to, like, to be a human. man. Absolutely. Because I, I I do believe that, especially here in Newfoundland, I just, I believe that there's a lot of people just stuck in their ways and, like, they're stuck in their head and they, they think that they don't have any problems and, like, they just, they live their whole life probably with a lot of stuff locked up in here that Absolutely. they never just open up about and, like, realize or fix and, like, sure. never change their life, right? And, like... And the, some people don't have the opportunity, and you have to realize that, too, that there's some people that just came from a certain way of life and they were taught certain things. And that's why me and you do these things, like this podcast, where it's like, you know, share it, uh, spread the wealth. This is not something that you hoard for yourself. This is something that you, that you share with your fellow man so that... And it's only going to help you in, in the end because you're going to live in a more peaceful environment where everybody's at peace mm. or striving to be better and enjoying that process. Yeah. So it's like to all those guys out there that, you know, like have some bottled up shit, you know, we're here together and Dude, let's do I, it. Yeah. Like, and anytime anybody comes up to me and asks me for a favor or some help or an ear, I'm there. I bottled up a I'm lot there. of shit, man, in my life. For I have too. many, many years. I have and too. I just always like I know I've talked about this so many times on my podcast, man. Like I've always like pointed the finger and like thought I never needed any help and thought I was just like number one and never had any problems and like it just caused me so much like I think pain and Absolutely. like Ruin relationships and just grief at the end of the day, like, is that real confidence or is that like a self defense mechanism that's not yeah, true? It's terrible, it's, not real. it's fucking terrible. You're pretending that you're the best while you're suffering in the shadows. But like now, like just on this path of like discovering yourself, some of it is not not easy, no. some of it is not comfortable, right? Because like you're, you're going through like a lot of changes yourself, right? And you're like sometimes I might feel like unsure. Cause like I'm going through a lot of changes in my life, right? And it's just like a lot of this is like unfamiliar territory, right? Absolutely. But I just know that I'm just constantly, always trying to be better, and I'm always trying to learn. And like I know it's just I'm just building up a better atom every single day, right? It's so true, dude. At the end of the day, I mean, we not we not we didn't all get the opportunity to to be exposed as children to a variety of different you know, things to get into art, to get into music, to, you know, to have psychological conversations about what it is to be human, to grow up. We not all have the privilege of that, you know? And so not everybody's getting the chance, you know, they're, they're starting into these new things a little bit later in their life, which can be difficult, mm. you know? But but every day will get better. Like the first day, st like showing up is always the hardest part, regardless of what it is in life. The first day, showing up, first day of school, you, nobody knows you. You feel like a loser. Your dad parted your hair to the right, the wrong way, and you look stupid. You know, like, it's always going to be tough on that first day. But the second day gets better, third day gets better, you find your way, you start talking to people, you realize that we're all here for the same fucking thing.
you know mm. and and th and that's fine so you know just get out there show up it may be a little bit unpleasant from the beginning but you'll find your way you'll get a groove for it you know and, and, and that's I know it sounds simple, but that's the huge, that's the biggest piece of advice you'll ever get is just put yourself out there, get started, show up, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think this was a good podcast. I think I think it went over time. I think you're a great fucking dude. I think you're a great fucking dude. I think dude. you have a lot of really good energy and a lot of good wisdom to spread uh, to people. I, and you know, don't make me cry. There's not a lot of people that you cry to my beer bottle. Nah, there's not a lot of people that you, you go around and and you leave them feeling better. Because because I even have friends that like you you be around them and you don't leave feeling better. There's only a very select people where like you're when you're around them for like an hour or you maybe just Facetime them. You 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 leave them smiling and being like, "Fuck, man, I got to be better." Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. So like, yeah, people, you have that. People can drain your energy and people can give you energy. And I think along the point, in certain points of my life, there were certain people that made huge impacts on my life. Whether I met them or not, I mean, yeah. most of my teachers, they don't even know who I am, yeah. might be already dead. You know, like Muhammad Ali, huge, a huge person to look up to as a kid. Mm. You know, like my bands and, you know, different different people, you know, famous for different things. Yeah. They don't need to know you, but the teachings are there. And I feel like that when you feel the love and you realize how much of an impact it made on you and you can reciprocate that for someone else, really completes things that maybe you never got as a, as, as a kid. So if I could be there for someone in, in a moment of need, when I suffered in that same moment, and I could fix that for someone else, it's like I'm fixing the old me, mm. the old kid that never had that. So through you, I'm vicariously going in the past and giving my little kid a hug, you know, my inner child. Yeah. So I think that's what it really comes down to is that we all are in this together. We can either help or we can scratch at each other until we're dead. Yeah. But if we really work together, you can see that life is quite enjoyable. It can be great. Now you're going to get some some things that happen from time to time. But we're there for each other. We're going to work it out. We're going to make it happen. Right? We're going to mm. pass good things on to the next generation. And we're going to make the best of it. Right? So that's all we can do. That's all we can do. And we can all be on our... Uh, on our own pedestal, you know, at certain points in our life. But I think anything that you have that's valuable, give it away. And 10 times will come back. Yeah. You know? And on that note. On that note. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna end it here. Good night, St. John's. I appreciate it. Good night, St. John's. Thanks, Anyways, John. guys, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. To my man, Rich, you're a good dude. Thank you. Peace out, guys. Peace out, everybody. See Thank ya. you. Thanks for having me, Adam. Fuck yeah. That was fun. That's good, right?